There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I por favor, with Alexia Napola and Marisol Patton, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hola. Hi. We're so excited to be here with you guys today. It's our first episode. Of- oh my God. I, por favor. <laughs> I, por favor. Can you imagine? So we're I can't finally we're here, here together. Oh my God. My God, are you nervous? I'm, I'm very excited. I can't believe this is happening. And me too. I'm so, I'm so proud of us that we got here. And iHeartRadio wanted us. Yes, of course they did. We, we made have, it. <laughs> we have so much to say. Tenemos que chismear. Vamos a chismear bastante. Tanto que contar. You know what? I'd like to start from the beginning. Do you remember how we first met? Oh, I like that. That sounds like a question a guy would ask me. (laughs) But I actually like my answer better. Of course I do. How can I forget that day? I had like a big smile on my face. You were on your first date with Herman. Kind of. It was one of our first dates. Uh And, um, you know, Herman was very philanthropic. Mm -hmm. So he always doing a charity event. That's right. And And Herman was always involved in charities and Mm -hmm. on boards. So he invited me to this event in Lincoln Road at Touch. Yeah. 
touch. Exactly. And it was Miami Children's. It benefited Miami Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. And there you were there before your PR agency. Yep. You were already doing PR work and you didn't even know it. Yeah, I knew I was doing it though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you didn't know, well, you knew what you were doing, but I'm but saying you I didn't, didn't know. I was going to do that. Right. Yeah. I was there with Robert, your friend. Right. And then so he introduced I us. knew Robert mm-hmm. from back in the day from high school. Robert Quintero was one of my dear friends. And we sat down together mm-hmm. and we were just like talking, going back and forth. Having dinner, yeah. 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 And then later on, our cross path, our paths crossed <laughs> when at the PR firm and you had the magazine. And then we started right. doing a few years later when you opened up your agency, yeah. you invited me. And um, and I was there to celebrate you. And then from there, we just like just became friends like that. Like yeah. I had the magazine. We're so friends. We yep. started with working friends and then we became personal friends. We see friends. each other at charity events all the time. That's right. Yeah. And then the show came around. Well, the show came around in 2010. But we cast in 2009. We did. Yeah. I don't even remember that. But yeah. I remember you be part of it. And I remember Herman allowing me to do it because you were going to be part of the cast. Yeah. yeah. You and Leah. I remember that those were like my... His conditions. Right. His conditions. Okay. If Leah Black is doing it and Marisol Pan's doing it. Then you then, can do it. Exactly. But without them, you can't do it. Right. I was like, don't worry, I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing it together. I was like, oh my God, how do we do this? So you started casting for the housewives on your own. I went in, they were calling my office. They wanted wealthy society women to try out for a show. And for whatever show. reason, right, they thought that would be good. So I was calling on my friends and their husbands wouldn't let them do anything. I had this little voice inside That would be me. me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had this little voice inside of me that was like, maybe you should try out. Maybe you should try out. And anyway, fast forward, here we are. Yeah. Right. So I had the little voice inside of me as well. You did? I sure you had did. La voz sí, so because I was married at the time to like the typical Cuban man, machista, controlling, super controlling, that wouldn't want to be part of any of this. Mm-hmm. Because if you know Latinos, you know that no Latino wants their wife to be on a reality show. Uh, exposing all the skeletons from the closet. Yeah, or doing anything independent. Uh, that too. Or outshining them. Absolutely. And that's the reason why I exactly wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, guess my what? turn to shine. Right. Like, I'm not going to be your wife now. You're going to be my husband. Oh, God. And that's kind of like what happened a few years later. I mean, I'm kidding about that because, oh. you know, I didn't really want to. But I mean, I feel like now talking about that, yeah. like a lot of women, like, for example, I can only speak for myself, mm-hmm. but when, not that you've been in the shadow of your husband, but when you're kind of like, it's like all about them mm-hmm. and you're just like their wife, you know, this opportunity came about and it was really about me. It wasn't about him or about us. It was kind of like something that I wanted to do. And I, and that's what I did. So I actually cast it behind his back. Oh, yes. And no nobody way. knew that. You yes. I, only my mom. Me. You never told me it that. was only my mom. So a lot of people in Miami were like, oh my God, Alexia, you would Tremenda be great for this. I had to do it. I had to do it. Like I said, I was married to a very controlling man that would have never been okay Let with this. Let me ask you something. Well, how did you think that was going to blow over? If you got well, I didn't think I was going to get picked. So you didn't tell him till you got picked? Yes. Oh. Yes, until the camera that were coming the next day to meet my family. And <laughs> oh my goodness. No, that was that was like a in my casa. Pero, you know, uh, give him a couple of drinks and you know oh, yeah. everything to care, care, right? help everything. <laughs> took care of everything. But he was really reluctant, you know, mm-hmm. to doing that. Because like I, I said, I think like us Latinos, you know, it's kind of like it's not okay. You know, it's not okay about, you know, talking about certain things in that you you, you don't want like your family and friends to know about and you don't want the world to know about. Mm-hmm. So we were raised that way. We were raised like, you know, you don't 
exposed to dirty laundry. Exactly. Trapo sucio. Lo trapo sucio. You know, every, all the skeletons stay in the closet and that kind of thing. So fast forward, I only had one casting. I know all the girls in Miami were casting a lot. I only did one casting and I guess I nailed yeah, it. I only did one too. I guess I nailed it because a few minutes we later. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> we were born to do this. So they told us, um, get ready because we want to meet your family. So that's a different story. But, you know, that it's now more about you and I now. Like, the, you know, that's yeah. history. You yeah. know, the show already happened. Yeah. And we're here mm-hmm. 13 years later <laughs> um, doing our all of these seasons that we've done. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. it's funny because we didn't even know. But again, I think the viewers need to know that one of the reasons that I was able to do this show was because of you. Mm-hmm. Because they also picked you and they picked Leah. Mm. So Herman had a relationship with you and with Leah, and he's like, "Okay, if Leah and Marisol are doing it, right. uh, I'll let you do it." I didn't have to ask anyone for permission. Well, that's a good thing about yeah. being <laughs> single and independent, right? Yeah. Bravo was recruiting, and I didn't know, but you were. Re- there were, you know, they were casting you, and they were casting me. And fast forward, we both found out that we were selected, and and then our journey started. Yeah. As as housewives yeah. on on this amazing franchise and show. Yeah, we love it. So do you remember what it was like, like filming back then, like oh, versus yeah. now? It was like the blind leading the blind. Nobody knew what they were doing, especially season one. Weren't you like, what are we doing? Oh my God. I didn't <laughs> even know like it was a housewife show yeah, for that matter. Know. I they think that that was us. another reason why Herman let me do it because yeah. it was kind of like it was untitled. Nobody knew. Even though I always knew like deep in my heart, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, this sounds like a housewife show. Like, so I'm not sure. I didn't want to give it, you know, that uh-huh. yet. Uh-huh. But uh, it's like you said, like we didn't know what we were doing. You know, we signed up for something that we didn't know, even though obviously there was other shows going on in the air, but I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like you and I, we both did it because of our businesses. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I had the magazine back then venue. Yeah. I thought it was a great business opportunity. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. To you know, have my the magazine Be like global. all over the world, yeah. and you and for sure nationally. You know, I wanted to do like the crossover, even though it's a Spanish magazine, the crossover into the American market. Mm-hmm. I thought would be super cool. I wanted to showcase like you know all my covers of all like the Hispano- uh, in Hispanics, you know, todos mm-hmm. los Latinos that I had on the cover, and um, and I was super excited. I really I think I had a lot to do with it. Because of that, I always saw it like a good platform and and a good business. Yeah. It made sense business wise. That's why I did it. I thought it would be really great for business. I was we were doing amazing. I thought, imagine the potential. Right, and I feel like back then we can get away with so much more. Right, there was no social media. Oh yeah, it was the internet. But to sabe, you didn't have to. Nowadays, it's like you can't get away with nothing. Oh my gosh! Like thirteen years later, we're doing the show, yeah. and it's like everybody has an opinion. There's no secrets. No. There's no privacy. And you um, get in trouble for everything. Yeah. Has to be extremely cautious of mm-hmm. every move. Every yeah. I mean, I feel like there's so many haters. I think like back then I didn't realize. I mean, unfortunately, I know that there's a lot of hate in the world. And but we really didn't know how it, it worked. Like it was we weren't so aware of the hate. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think now with social media, especially Instagram, where people can just like just go on your page and write whatever comments they want. It's, it's, it's a whole different world. Yeah. And, and I don't like it. No. No me gusta. No, no, no. me gusta para nada. No. no. I really don't it's like it. It's pretty bad. I wake up sometimes. I'm like, let me check my insults for the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll leave that to you because I don't check anything. I don't even have time to check my real emails. So I really don't care what, you know, Joey from Indiana thinks about me or my family. Because like I said, you know, you have to sometimes just like, Oh, no, you can't. You yeah. can't listen to that or else we'd be, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? 
Yeah. Um, you know what I like about you is you're always ready to have fun and party with me, no matter what time it is. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's not the same in reverse because mm-hmm. sometimes Alexia likes to party a lot, which I love, but sometimes not, I'm not always down to party, if you can believe that. I right? know, right? right? You get all the credit for it. Right? It's the kind of the reverse. <laughs> right. But I think we bring out the best in each of each other, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I see we both, like, light each other up. No yeah. matter what our day is going like, yeah. we just, like, see each other, even without a cocky, mm-hmm. and we just kind of, like, smile, and we just have, like, this, like, this love and it just, like, this like vibe. It feels like home. When I look at you, it feels like home, and I'm like, oh. Now it's gonna be fun because mm-hmm. you always make me laugh. I think I make you laugh. You like my drinks, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. You're also I'm, a really good listener because you know I have a lot of things to say. I know I, I'm a good <laughs> sounding board, <laughs> <laughs> and you and you give good advice. And you I are try. you are you're like since I think because you never had like a sister growing up. No. I know you've had a lot of friends, mm-hmm. but I feel like you're that friend. You know, mm-hmm. you love to have friends. You like I you do. love girls. You I know, do. you love- I love girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that about you. I am. Um, I love that you love to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. We've had so many fun moments in our lives. You know, we've also unfortunately had sad moments and you've yeah. also been there for me. Yeah. And, you know, in mi momento matrite. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, you made me stronger mm-hmm. and you, you made me stronger. Right. Oh and God. I think that that's why our relationship and our friendship is the way it is. Mm-hmm. We appreciate a lot of things in each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like, I you don't know, take you for granted, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take you for granted either. <laughs> it's It's been a while. It's been 23 years. I can't believe it. It went like that. We could just sit here and talk about like, todas las noches loca, all our crazy nights that we've had together. Okay. Which one? Especially you- when I was single, I was like let loose out of the birdcage. Oh, remember? Yeah. yeah, that was fun. So, single bro. Yeah. <laughs> single bros. And we just had so many fun nights just like going out and kind of like doing all the things that I again didn't Getting get to in trouble do. in South Beach. Yes. Just as, let's leave it that way, right? Just uh-huh. having a lot of fun moments in South Beach, going to events together and just kind of be like free and, and loose and just like freestyle like we love to do. I love freestyling. Mm-hmm. I love, that's, that's what we're doing motto. right now. Uh-huh. That's what I do on the show. I just freestyle. Yeah, I don't care what anybody's show. fighting about. I'm freestyling. Right. Well, that's what it should be about. Yeah. So before we get into our next segment, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with some hot, hot topics. topics. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. Stay Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, Stay Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just 
disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Alexia, what's our first hot topic? I feel our first hot topic should be Anna de Armas on Saturday Night Live. Oh my God, that was how hot. incredible was that? that? Was a hot, that's a hot. Oh topic. my God, it was so hot. I had goosebumps all over me. I was like screaming. First of all, I'm a huge fan of hers, oh, and me the too. fact that she's Cuban, I was hoping she'd get that Oscar. even more. But she was nominated as mm-hmm. Best Actress, mm-hmm. and she totally deserves it. It was so good. She's beautiful and. We were out to dinner, Todd and I, and we came home Saturday night and Us we too. turned on. And we watched it. Yes. It was so good. And we watched it and I was like, babe, oh my God, yeah. she's speaking Spanish. I got goosebumps just like I have right now. Like and she listening has a nice to her. Cuban accent, but oh. her English is really good. You right. can't tell. Well, just like us, yeah. right? It's like I'm Cuban American. Well, you have an accent. I have an accent. Yeah, you oh, do. but it's sexy. <laughs> it's Miami. But you know what I mean? So she did live in Spain for many years. So her, oh, she did? Right, but she's an actress. Like, we're not, right? I'm an actress. Okay. So anyways, I was so proud. Like, being Latina, mm-hmm. I can totally relate to her. And the fact of hearing on Saturday Night Live, speaking Spanish and opening up in Spanish, mm-hmm. and gracias, and I loved how she, like, turned it into fun. Like, um, I'm just joking. Like, I can literally speak English, right? I speak English as well. She killed it. I, I was looking at her thinking, that's going to be me one day. I'm going to host Saturday Night. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, we'll go together. <laughs> I'm really proud, again, mm-hmm. like I said. We're proud of, of you, just Anna. having that representation mm-hmm. and that the world is finally understanding that Spanish is a very important language. Of course it is. And not only our language, but our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, Latinos are in style. Mm-hmm. Like, that I really believe that. I really think que los Latinos estamos de moda. Like, we're trending. ¿Tú crees que we made them de moda? Well, I feel like we've shown that in our show as well. Mm-hmm. We like incorporating like what we're doing now. You know, we yeah. speak Spanish, we speak English, yeah. you know, and we, and we can do it all. We sure can, honey. Mm-hmm. We sure can. <laughs> So if Ana de Armas wasn't enough, she brought into her Spanish lesson the musical guest, which was Carol G. Oh, no way. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with Carol G. So, by the way, she lived in my building. Oh, no way. She was was, um, Anuel's girlfriend. Anuel is the reggaetonero from Puerto Rico. And um, so she lived in my building. She's just as nice and sweet as you saw her. She's Colombian. And her her music, she has a song called Dusa. It's everything so um she performed she was trying to you know in her class she was trying to show them the alphabet in spanish so it's like ah b c d a sexy alphabet super super cute um so the fact that they co-hosted two latinas co-hosted the saturday night live that's huge is just it's just everything so it's a lot to to be um grateful and proud about we're next Oh, yeah. I'm not giving up to where there. That's for sure. I got to go on Saturday Night Live. That's you could be the funny too. one. You're actually really funny. I wouldn't mind a regular role on there. Well, I would. That's a lot of work. You know, get a trabajar tanto. I just have to talk to Lauren Michaels. Okay, so Bad Bunny is also trending. And he's like, he's he's huge right now. Yeah. And I don't blame Kendall. Like, who would not want to date those, Bad those Bunny? Those girls are all freestyling. All the Kardashians are freestyling. They're going to, through 
like dating all the hot guys and horseback riding on a beach with a Puerto Rican guy sounds good to me. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's giving her some mofongo. Oh, and she tried it and she liked it <laughs> and she's not mio. letting go. No, el mofongo está muy rico. I know. Right. So yeah. you know, I feel like who's you know, some people might say that it's a publicity stunt just because she's a Kardashian, you know, yeah. and they kind of like they do that a lot. Well, I, I can't speak for them. I don't think they do that. I think they know what's good. Mm-hmm. And I think, oh yeah, this one's like this is a good one. You know what I mean? He's like he's cute, he's super talented. He's a very smart guy. He's very Puerto Rican, you know, and very he's very Puerto Rican. He is. And what yeah, I mean by that, what I mean by that is the fact that he loves his culture. He loves his island. He's mm-hmm. very proud to be who he is. Yeah. He hardly even speaks English. So hopefully Kenzel's teaching him a little bit of English. Well, maybe that's why they get along so well. They, they can't communicate. The exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good right. that And Hopefully works. she's learning a little bit of Spanish and she'll be speaking Spanglish like us very soon. And why not? Yeah, you know, why not? why not? Why do people have to say, oh, it's for publicity. Oh, it's for the show. You know what? We can think because the same. Because they, they, people think that about all of them. So they're always going to think that the minute they're dating somebody new. Right. But, but why can't people just think that people actually like each other? Mm-hmm, and it doesn't matter who you are, you know, where you're from. Listen, well, back in the day, I dated a lot. They could have thought the same thing about me, but I wasn't under a microscope. So unfortunately, right. the, everybody's watching them under a microscope. That's true. And like, and how would that be beneficial to her or beneficial to him? You know, I think that these two people are already like at the top of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that the only benefit they would have is that they would actually like each other and learn from each other. Like mm-hmm. she could learn a little Spanish. She could learn how to move. Book. I saw her in Coachella. Yeah. And yeah, she was like moving like, Oh, she really? Doing, yeah, she was throwing those moves in there. Like, okay. you know, the little salsa and the I little like thing. Go so, candle. Yeah, I, I feel that they can both benefit from each other and even like be better than what they are. Mm-hmm. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. 
It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. So let's talk about Shakira. Now that we're speaking about all these like fabulous Latinos mm-hmm. and yeah. um, that they're known all over the world mm-hmm. because of the incredible talent that they have. And also because they're public people. I mean, whether we like it or not, you know, we or they in this case, you know, sign up, but not really to show their public life. You know, they have a different life than we do, for example. Right. 
So I can only say that I kind of signed up to do the show, which is a reality show where I open up my life, you know, to the viewers and to the audience. Mm -hmm. So in Shakira's case, she opens up her musical life, you know, her talent, her, her singing, you know, to, to the audience, but not necessarily her personal life. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Right. And it's part of the game. Mm -hmm. And it's really difficult to separate both. Even though we know Shakira as a singer, we also know her married to Piquet, which is also another public figure and an athlete. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard. But when it comes to the kids, I totally feel for her because these kids are young kids. And, you know, I have children, you have stepchildren. And, you know, our kids have nothing to do with this. Of course. And it's very dangerous for them also for people to see their faces. They could be kidnapped, you know. Right. I mean, well, she's put them in the public eye a little bit, but, you know, and she controls it. Like she's controlling, obviously, the narrative as she should because she's a parent and we want to protect our children. And in this case, like, why is it important for the paparazzi to follow her children to school? Like, I don't agree with that. Like, how do you feel about that? And why is that important to get a shot of her kids at school? Isn't it hard enough what her kids are going through? You know what I mean? Already publicly that um, they're going through, you know, such a horrible divorce, right. you know, in front of, of the world. And they, they're already at an age that they can read and write and, and, and they're connected to the Internet and they have their friends at school and their friends don't have the same life. They don't I, understand. Right. I think why that the paparazzi is doing this. You know, when you don't want to show your children and you they know it's something you're trying to hide, that's when they want it more. They go after it more. But and, the children should be untouchable. Yeah, why well, they're gonna go after your children? You know what? If they want a picture of Shakira on the beach with her hot body in Miami Beach, I'm totally for it. But leave her kids alone. I, like agree, it's really, I agree, but they don't they don't, you know, they want that shot. They know that's the shot that she doesn't want to get out there. So they want it even more, you know, how right. But you know, it's I do respect that she did put that on Instagram and mm-hmm. that's kind of like what gives up like, what we're talking about the power of social media. Don't you think that's going to make it even worse? I mean, I I'm hoping that it will make it worse. I mean, obviously I'm hoping that to be worse, but I feel like it's just right. But I feel that that's why she actually left Barcelona. Mm-hmm. You know, she wanted to come because in Barcelona, I can say, because I, I lived in Madrid. And I know how important, you know, in Spain, the whole media is and how they hunt you. You know, that's why Julio Iglesias ended up living here. Y los hijos de Julio Iglesias, they wanted to come here for privacy. Because I feel that in, in, especially in Spain, that they really don't respect that. Like, they're like obsessed with coming out in Ola and getting the pictures, mm-hmm. you know, in La Revista mm-hmm. Ola and the Ola magazine. Mother loved it. Yes. So did my mom. <laughs> and so did I. When I moved to Spain, I would buy it every week. I was like obsessed with it. And so um, it's the Monaco mm-hmm. family. So, you know, I feel like the media needs to respect that she had to leave her home in Barcelona and Spain because she couldn't have a life there with her kids, you know, following them. And, you know, no matter what, you know, her husband, her ex-husband soon, you know, is, is Spanish. And he was always going to call that kind of attention. And she moved to Miami. And, you know, and I feel like in Miami, she'll get less of it. And it's only like about a matter of time. Like now it's like the topic, but you know, hopefully soon. They'll get over it after a little yeah, while. Yeah, they'll have somebody else to talk about, yeah. right? And yeah. somebody else to follow. Mm-hmm. It's very intrusive. And, um, you know, that's a, a, you know, a lot of people always ask me, don't you want to be a housewife? Why aren't you a housewife? And, you know, it's, it's a combination of things, but, you know, one of the biggest points is I, 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 got married a couple of years ago, as you obviously know, Alexia, and I have a couple of 
uh, teenage stepsons who, you know, were a new little family that's formed and literally like almost what a year or six months after I was married, the show was picked back up and it was, you know, just too much to throw into this new little unit. And the boys are also, you know, they don't understand any of that. So it's very important to show a family on the show. People need to see that. And that's, you know, one of the big reasons and one of the, you know, it's the biggest reason that no, you have to respect how everyone feels, you know, about their privacy. And it's like, yes, you know, you signed up for this. Like in my case, you know, my children are very much involved mm-hmm. and, um, and it's not because I wanted it that way. Like we said many years ago, these shows were a little different and we didn't know what was going to happen, but my children really didn't have a say in it. My children were, you know, under 18, maybe if I would have to do it again. And they're your children. Right. Like, these are not my children. Right. No, and I also have stepdaughters that, by the way, are in the same situation that yeah. um, that your boys uh-huh. are in. And they don't like it. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to participate. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. You know, that at such a young age, you know, they already know that they're not comfortable with it. And as a parent and as a stepmom, I need to recognize that and give them their space and, right. and respect that, mm-hmm. that they can make their own decisions. Not Unfortunately, I didn't do that to my kids. It's kind <laughs> of like <laughs> too bad you're in it. Yeah, yeah. And then now, like they love them, but you know, with the good comes the bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yes, there's going to be a lot of people that love and support and say nice things, but there's also going to be a lot of people Ready that to jump on you. And exactly, and that's you. what it has been, yeah. you know, for us. And it's very hard when you're so young in those formative years to get all that criticism and attention. You have to be very of strong. Course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. And, um, you know, luckily for my kids, I guess since they started at a younger age, they're kind of like, you know, grown into it mm-hmm. and kind of like accepted yeah. it. But, yeah. you know, it does break them. And, you know, it does. And like I said, you have to grow thick skin yep. and don't even read any of that. Focus on the good comments. Focus on, you know, your real friends and family that know you and love yep. you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Because this is just a show. At yep. the end of the day, it's just a show, you know, and you're going to see what maybe some things you want to see and some things you don't want to see. But you know, at the end of the day, you can never lose, you know, sight of who you really are and of, you know, like of your purpose, of your purpose in, in your real life. That's the truth. But I can tell you, que Shagira está mucho mejor here in Miami. Oh, yeah. Than in, than in Spain. She fits right in. Oh, yes. Welcome, Welcome Shagira. <laughs> and, you know, and Bad Bunny and Kendall, too. I would love to see them one here, one day here. You know, in the streets of Miami and the restaurants here and La Calle Ocho, <laughs> eating Cuban food and Puerto Rican food. No, bueno, but Bunny and Puerto Rican, yes. So, yeah, you know, and at the end of the day, I feel that, you know, and Ana de Armas too. We well, want to run into everybody. Yeah, we want them all here Let's in just Miami. Let's have a last supper with everybody. Right. We just love to be talking about them and, you know, and we're we're so proud that, Super you know, proud. we have so many talented people in the world, you know, whether it may be, you know, Colombian or Cuban or Puerto Rican or Mexican or Ecuadoriano, Hondureño, you know, Miami is like a melting pot and it's so diverse. And I'm just happy to, to be a Latina. It's a good time to be a Latina. Well, that's a wrap. And I'm so excited. Hopefully. Ay, 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 por favor. Is it a wrap already? I can just sit here and talk to you for hours. I know. Well, me when you get in mian. the car, I know you're going to call me and this is going to continue to talk about the next We're like, topic. we should have said this. We should have said that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Take that, put that down for next week. I'm so excited. 
we wrapped our first episode of iPofa Award. We hope. We hope. You enjoyed it very much. Mm-hmm. Esperamos que lo hayan disfrutado as much as we did. We had so much fun doing this. If there's any questions, is there anything that you want us to talk about? We would be more than happy to hear your, your ideas, your, your comments, mm-hmm. your criticisms, but only love. We only want beautiful, good comments because we get all those other insults. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, just send us a DM at iPod <laughs> And Marissa will be looking because she's the one that reads all her DMs. Yeah. And just DM, ay, por favor. Ay, por favor. We haven't done one. Cheers. Salud. Cheers. Salud. Salud. Tune in next time and bring your cockies because we'll be slurping yes. them down. Bring it trago. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at ay, por favor podcast. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. Hasta luego. Hasta la próxima. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 